Welcome back. This is Richard Sachs, and you're on Lost Arts Radio. It's nice to be here with you again, and this is a really important show. They all are, but this one in particular, because um, we got some things happening in America and in the whole world right now that are kind of serious, you know, like life-threatening and threatening the existence of life on the planet. And it's a global coordinated attack against humanity and actually against all life. It's a pretty big deal. And in America, which is analogous to many other countries, we've got two issues that are connected with that. One is we've got a really asleep large part of the public, although individuals are waking up all over the place, all over the world right now. But is it fast enough to turn around what's happening? And the other little problem we've got is that the people in positions of power are either unconscious zombies and really unaware of what's going on and just fighting for whatever party they're in and then doing nothing that's really useful, or they're in there selling out consciously for money and power, or there are some that are actually working for evil and not money, and all of those are a problem. So what we're always looking for, trying to be of some help to the situation, is anybody either running for office or in office that's an actual human that that is understanding the situation and throwing energy in that could actually help heal the whole uh, problem that we've got right now. And one of the spectacular ones, in my opinion, is Chief Jerome Bell. And I say chief because he's a chief petty officer retired from the Navy. And um, you can see his whole bio at uh, Jerome Bell for Congress. I think that's the right site. Uh, for congress.com he's from uh, virginia beach running for one of the districts in virginia but he needs support from all over the country and all over the world because you know there's there's a lot and i'll shut up in a minute so we'll have time to talk but what i've noticed trying to reach many so-called representatives is that they have this technique they have many techniques to not talk to the constituents and one of them is if you call and you're not in their district, they say, well, we can't talk to you because we're so busy serving our constituents in the district we're in. But in America, every congressperson uh, really is doing things that affect the lives of everybody. So they need support from all over if they're good, and they need to be able to respond to what everybody in the country needs. And it's actually all similar. So we're going to talk about what Jerome has in mind for um, what he's going to do in Congress and what you can do to help. So welcome, Jerome, and sorry for the long introduction, but I'm really happy that you're here. It's exciting to find somebody who's actually so conscious and, and motivated to actually do some good for the people instead of uh, the stuff that's going on. Hey, Richard, thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. You know, um, and, and you touched on a, a very, very important uh, topic there, really, or very um important thing as far as congressman. Uh, yes, I'm running for Congress in Virginia of the 2nd District of Virginia. However, congressman 
serve the entire country because we legislate for the entire country and for all citizens. Um, and also, uh, you mentioned worldwide. What we do in America definitely affects the world as well. You know, so um, we, you know, m- my goal is to legislate properly, legislate, you know, the way that we're supposed to in accordance with the Constitution, uh-huh. in accordance with God's law of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Um, you know, we all have inalienable rights given by God. And to me, those rights are not supposed to be infringed on. And what I found to have to be happening is that, you know, we have legislators that legislate or create laws to break the law. (laughs) And it's not supposed to work like that. Any law that's unjust, any law that impedes on anyone's life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is an unjust law, according to Frederick Bastiat. If you read his essay, The Law, and if because the law, law enforcement and law was created to protect those three things, you know, from the people um, to um, life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness not to be impeded on. That's why law enforcement was created. That's why laws were were created. And but now we find ourselves in a a paradox to where um, people in these uh, 535 individuals tend to make laws that gives them the opportunity to break laws. And that's wrong. And the other thing that's true all through history is that tyrants, wherever they show up in the world, they make their crimes legal. And then they claim that they're following the law or enforcing the law. But like you said, that any law that is unjust is, is not a law. And that was actually in the founding intent of the uh, people that started this country. And maybe they've never lived up to the ideals, but we could do it now. Yeah, we definitely can do it now. At some point, we're going to have to, um, you know, because we're on this downward spiral, uh, you know, and, you know, we had this $1 trillion spending Christmas gift. I called it on Breitbart the other day. Um, It was a uh, communist Christmas gift. Yeah, uh, to, to the Democrats that we had, you know, Republicans vote for um, rhinos, if you want to call them. I don't know, who, you know, who they are, but I don't call them conservatives. But we're on this downward spiral to where, you know, we won't be able to recover. I mean, we're already twenty nine trillion dollars in debt. And and so for the next, you know, my kids and their kids and grandkids are just going to be um, suffering through the debt that they didn't create. Right. You know, that is not theirs. This debt is not even ours, you know. And so, um, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm really uh, like what uh, uh, Iceland did, you know. And I think we we need an Iceland um, type of a, a you know creation or type of motivation here. While the bankers got kicked out of Iceland, they I remember, uh, yeah, they got rid of all of their debt and they went back to their own currency, where the people ran the government, where the treasury ran the government. Yeah. And they're actually doing pretty well right now. <laughs> right. You know? um, yeah. So I think we may need something like that because $29 trillion and they keep just pounding on, pounding on. Well, one, one of the tricks that they do in Congress is they put a nice name on a terrible bill. And then they say, "Who's who would not be in favor of in- infrastructure? That means right. fix the highway. You know, right. and I, I think it was actually Trump that pointed out he calculated somehow or, or heard from somebody the percentage that it relates to real infrastructure is like 11 percent or 17 percent. 
The rest is all criminal activity. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's all money laundering activity and 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 uh yeah, like you say, it's it's theft. It's theft of the people, the wealth of the people. You know, it was some amount, I, I don't have the amount in front of me for electric car charging stations on the highways. Yeah. We don't even right. have that many electric cars here in the United States and uh people won't be buying electric cars. I mean, because what do you do when the grids go down? You well, know, unless they're forced to, right? Unless unless they're forced to. And you know, and really I don't even know if we'll get to that because you know, people are starting to wake up. We have so much to talk about, Jerome. I hope you're being willing to come back at some point, not too long. Oh, you know, I, you know, I love to come back. I'll come back here anytime we can. I want, if we don't get anything, everything in and we can continue. Well, I mean, everything that you bring up, the, the electric cars, you know, you guys, we've been totally scammed because do you know what electric cars run on? Coal and nuclear. Coal and nuclear. <laughs> That's what makes this electricity, and then the electricity goes into the electric car. And every time you change form of energy, you lose some. So it's actually using more fossil fuel, or whatever you want to call petroleum-based energy, than gasoline cars. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know that's so true. And, and these people with these um, that they like the wind turbines. You know. Well, they run on oil. They they need oil to run, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> to drive the engine. You know, they need oil. They, uh, you know, to lubricate the engine and stuff. It just doesn't run. There are there are real environmental concerns that are. That's one of the complaints I have about most of the Republican so called conservative people, is they think all environmental concerns are nonsense. That's part of the talking points that they have on their list, you know, oh, the environment is nonsense. No, the environment's critical for life. It's just being used as a scam right now, you know, right. Where, where you put it down things and call them infrastructure or call them environmental or call them fighting global warming. And what they're for is enslaving everybody, no matter how nice the name is, right? Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. Give you the nice name. Everybody will come. So, yeah, it's it, it's actually um, nonsense. And, and, and it's, it's, it's destroying the earth and, and and it's killing people. It's killing people. Yeah. The environment is critically important. I mean, who cares what party you're in? Uh, we If we don't bring back common sense and forget the party junk, then, you know, we don't have much chance at that point. We yeah. just want to fight about left and right. Because, I mean, if you bring up something and drop the labels and see it as common sense, every, pretty much everybody should come together with it, it seems to me. Yeah, you know, certain things, definitely, like clean water. Everyone wants and should have clean water, you know? Yeah. Clean air. We don't need, you know, all of the pollutants that go through the air and even the stuff that they drop into the air. Right. Control the weather. We don't need that either. We just need to leave Mother Nature alone, and this earth will take care of itself. Yeah. And you don't have to be starving and, and poor to be environmentally sound. You know, how come the environmentalists don't talk much about Stanley Meyer? He demonstrated right. you could wa- run a car on water, and he, dro- he didn't just say this is a good theory. He got, a, I think it was a dune buggy in the 90s or something, and he drove it all over America on just gallons of pure water, even right. not, not pure. And uh, so they, he got killed for that. And Absolutely. all of his papers, like Tesla, got confiscated. And that's the issue with energy. It's not the need for research. It's the need to stop killing the people that have it. Right. Well, you know, it's all, it's all, 
it all goes back to money, to greed and money. You know, that's yeah. what it is, you know, and, and that's where we still are today, unfortunately. And how can you enslave people if you get free energy? It makes it really frustrating to the people who want to enslave us. That's right. So the other thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, they do this nonsense of um, there, there used to be a, a principle, and I think was in the founding documents, and it was called void for vagueness. And what it meant is that any law that was written so the average educated person could not understand it was not a law, was void. And now they've taken the opposite approach. They'll give you, like the infrastructure bill, how many pages was that, 2,700 or something? Yeah, at least somewhere around there, right? (laughs) So what do you do as an elected congressman? And they say, all right, Jerome, we've got this great, uh, I guess they'd call you Chief Bell. They'd be very respectful, right? And then they, right. yeah, on, yeah. The, on the surface. I'll take Chief. I'll take they're Chief. Not, they're not really respectful at all, but they'll make believe they are. And they'll hand you this bill and say, this is going to be great, 2,700 pages of wonderful stuff, and you have to vote on it tomorrow. Right. What do you, and that's not uncommon. What, no. do you, what do you do? Well, hopefully, you know, and, and you know what I would do if, if I had the chance to, um, have my have some good staffers on there, twenty seven, thirty staffers that can read a hundred pages a piece. You know, okay, okay, or, you know, and get that in. You know, and and they're good and they're versed. You know what's happening. You know, so because I can't, of course, I couldn't read it all. But but if I couldn't read the bill, I'm not voting on it. You know, I'm not. I'm, it's, exactly. it's a no. It, it's a no. It's it's definitely just a no because I haven't read the bill. And any congressman or senator that votes on this bill and have not read the entire bill, at least have staffy so they can give them a synopsis and a summary of the bill, it's, uh-huh. it's not doing their job, you know, and, it, and it's wrong. So, um, you know, I, w- I would not do that, you know, and I would not compromise that, you know. I understand that people, you know, they have their little pet projects built in, and that's what they look for. They just go and look and see, okay, well, where's my part? You know, am I getting, you know, my deal? Right. And, you know, and and the thing is, like I said, yes, you want to do what's best for your constituents. But as a congressman and a senator, you are legislating for the entire nation. So what may be good for Virginia may not be good for Ohio. That's right. It may not be good for Montana. It may not be good for California. Right. And we're all connected. Just look at my part and see how my part is fine and is good. And, yeah, it has served my people well. You know, because that's people want to just stay and stay elected. They just want to stay employed. They just want to keep, you know, fleeced. Right. That's not what I'm going to Congress for. I'm going to Congress to um, hopefully help not only my constituents, but like I said, the nation, the people of America, because it's 535 of us. And that's what we're put there to do um, to take care of America, the United States, not just right. uh, districts. Yeah, a lot of times what they do, too, is they offer the, the people that want the bill passed is they'll offer free money, like you say, to to different parts of the country or different pet projects or whatever it is, and say, you just vote for this. Don't worry about all the criminal part. That's all great, you know, and and just take this free money. We're all going to be happy. And that, I think that's really common. They do that to cities mm-hmm. to implement their part of the Great Reset and all that. They're using money as a weapon. And it's right, they're using money. That's right. That's right. They use money as a weapon. And you know, we're going to hold your resources if you don't do this. We're going to hold your funding if, if you don't do this. And it's all bribery. It's RICO, you know. It's yeah. like that, I think that's, you know, that falls under RICO statutes, you know, sometimes, you know, that they do that, you know, because it's extortion in a way, you know. Um, it is. So, 
And they've got unlimited fake money to use for it. Yeah, they seem to have because they just seem to pull it out of, you know, thin air or print. Of course, they just print it. You know, we got our printing presses, so we're just going to print it and, and put hyperinflation on the people because they'll just pay for it because they're just going to do what we say anyway. Right. right. So you mentioned the word hyperinflation, and some of the educated followers of yours might know about Zimbabwe and Venezuela and places where the money became worthless and they ended up printing $100 trillion notes and those were used for napkins and stuff like that. Yeah, basically that's what it was used for. Your whole wheelbarrow of money to go buy a loaf of bread. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's not that the people who are doing that in America right now don't know. I think sometimes even most people don't even know this is going on, but the ones who do must say, boy, those guys are dumb. They're printing all this money. It's going to cause hyperinflation. And it seems to me that it's a mistake on our part if we assume that they don't know. Right. I know. I be- no, they have to know. I mean, these people are not dumb people. You know, no. people, oh, they're dumb. No, they're not dumb. They're very smart. They know exactly what they are doing. They know exactly that they're destroying the economy. They know exactly that they're putting people in debt and, um, and, and they're going to be there because that's what they need to do. They need to keep the people enslaved and, and in debt because that's how they control the masses. Do you think that it's true? And I'm sorry to go so fast, but I'm worried about it. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're going we're, we're gonna to be out of time in a flash. Um, I know, right? what, what you think, what you see looking at America and the world as the most important issues that you focus on and say that you're going to try your best to do something with when you get elected. I would guess, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, those are really not partisan issues when they're analyzed for what they're really about, or they shouldn't be. So what are some of those really important things that you would work for once you get elected? Well, to me, I think one of the most important things is really um, letting people be free, making sure we have our First Amendment rights again, because our First Amendment rights are under attack, making sure we never lose our Second Amendment rights, because if we lose our Second Amendment rights, we become third world nations and we become slaves to the government. And so, I mean, and and with the um, election, you know, um, things that's going on with the elections, we have to make sure that we still have free and fair elections. But the biggest thing for me is to, I, I want to abolish the IRS. I want to abolish, repeal the 16th Amendment. I don't feel that um, that it's necessary to uh, be required that people give or, or have money taken out of their paychecks in a form of right. income tax. Right. I don't believe that, I believe that any personal property tax should be abolished. We should not have to pay taxes on something that we already owe, you know, like our own land, right, in, 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 in Alabama. And, um, and it's free and clear. My dad paid for it. It's free and clear. I have the deeds. But yet I have to pay, you know, $465 every year to the state of Alabama for what? They don't come cut my grass. They don't so, come trim my trees. So you're basically a renter. I'm a renter. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you don't pay that, they can come and take it from you. The landlord takes it back. Landlord takes it back. And that's the most absurd thing, you know, that I've ever seen and, and understood in my life. So right. those are the two most important things. And that will set people more free. People have more of their own money. And, you know, and we and, and uh, people can control how many taxes they pay by uh, a sales use tax. You know, if you right. want to buy a BMW, you're going to and I want to buy a Ford, you're going to pay more taxes than me. 
that's fine, right? But we can control the amount of taxes we pay, and therefore we can control the amount of money that the government wastes and takes from us. Right, right. Actually, I think originally it was set out that there was no income tax in the beginning in America. And in, there's something, I don't remember the exact clause, if it's in the Constitution, and it says that any tax has to be equally apportioned among everybody. So that was the first That's idea. That's the original. That was right. That was the first idea until the 16th Amendment. And, and really, the income tax was supposed to fund the war. And after the war, it was supposed to go away. Only right? very temporary. And it was, what, 1% or something? It was right. not a graduated tax. No, no, it was not. In fact, a graduated tax is an element of the Communist Manifesto, right? Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so, so those are the first things I would try to um, you know, really really implement because, you know, those things I think are, are the two most, most important things. The rest of you know, the things that we fight about, and a lot of it is common sense, you know, why? Oh, and another, I mean, stop foreign aid. Why, why do we give, you know, people say, oh, because we have to make sure our friends are happy. We have allies. But no, I don't believe in foreign aid. I think we should stop all foreign aid to all foreign countries. You That's sound like Ron Paul. <laughs> and, and Ron Paul was called Dr. Yeah. No. Because right. he wouldn't vote for anything that was unconstitutional or that he couldn't understand or read. Yeah, that's right. And I'm a big fan of Ron Paul. Actually, I was uh, endorsed by Rand Paul last year. Hopefully, I'll get his endorsement again this year. Good. And Ron, this year. I just uh, went a little late probably for Ron. But yeah, um, you know, I admire Dr. Ron Paul a lot. And, and, and I am a student, I guess you could say, a student of his teachings because it all goes back to the Constitution. If if it's not in the Constitution, then we should not do it. And so that's why I say I would definitely govern um, by the Constitution. That's probably why a lot of them don't want me in Congress and going to do whatever they can to prevent me from getting there because, you know, we're going to take it back to the Constitution and we're going to do things the right way. And and I don't believe in having these big mega bills, you know, I mean, because that's not how it was supposed to design to work either. You're supposed to have one bill to vote on. Right. And that's it. But they have all these mega bills. And that's where a lot of people, these compromises in these pork, pork projects, and that's where people get, you know, screwed up at because they, they like one part of the bill. They don't like the backside. But in order to get the front side, they have to vote yes for the bill. You know, so and, and it's all convoluted. You know, that's so those should be split up in separate bills, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. There should not be any bill going into Congress that has more than one line action item. What do you think about uh, the physical situation at, at the southern border right now? Uh, I believe it's an invasion. I believe it's a designed invasion. Uh, I, I honestly believe, and I said this prior to Biden getting uh, selected, is that um, he's a national security uh, risk because he's right. compromised his entire family is compromised the entire world knows it you know know it and they and they use it against us and you see i mean i mean no one's this stupid or an idiot to leave 83 billion dollars to our enemy over in afghanistan nobody's that stupid to bring Af- afghanis and foreign nationals out of afghanistan before we bring out our own american people no one's right. this stupid to know that we're not being invaded 
by drug cartels and drugs and human traffickers through our southern border, and we're doing nothing about it. And as a matter of fact, we become, we meaning America and Joe Biden's administration, has become the biggest human traffickers in the world. We yeah. put them on buses and we take them across the nation. We fly them on planes in the middle of the night into these cities and drop them off. It's the biggest, uh, it's going to be a humanitarian issue. But other than that, it's a national security threat and we are being invaded and we need to definitely do something about that. Um, you know, they think that it's going to get by us because it's the, I haven't heard of this before, but it, it seems like an invasion by proxy, which means instead of an army that says, we're the enemy, you know, and they wear the enemy costume and everything, they just send mostly innocent people who are starving. And, and they were invited by Joe Biden during the debates. He said, as soon as I win, you should surge the border. That was his words. Right. And, yeah. and now, the late, <laughs> yeah, his latest thing is, I mean, this is hard to imagine, but it looks like it's true that he said $450,000 to any family who has says that they got separated from a child. Right. And, and uh, that should make every American and especially every black American very, very upset, um, you know, to the point of, you know, going down to the border and saying, no, you're not coming across anymore. But, yeah, I mean, for him to even say that in, in his administration and to call it reparations. Yeah. That, that's a slap in every black American citizen's face. Well, it's saying we're, we're it's reparations. Like and we're apologizing that they were born in another country. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and, and we have people, you know, with Joe Biden's crime bill, 1984 crime bill, we have had more black families separated and children separated from parents than, you know, than anyone. Uh, but, you know, we're not getting $450,000. And it's really not a race thing for me because I'm really not for reparations. I'll, I'll say that now. And But, however, this would make me for reparations for, for black people, for um, uh, American uh, uh, descendants of slaves, you know, or African descendants of slaves. I mean, it, it would make me more apt to be like, yeah, okay, now I'm for that. Because if you're going to give it to an, an illegal person who's not a citizen, who has not gone through the years of trial and tribulations and slavery that, you know, my people have right. in this country, and to give them $450,000 because they came across illegally and they were separated from their children, that's absurd. But what, it, what it really brings up is the government giving anybody free money right. and using that as a way to push policies is basically criminal. It's definitely criminal. And, and it's a criminal act because, you know, I, I don't even know what law that will fall under. And, and how do you even get, a buy, get by by doing that? They just start making policies and figure they don't need a law. Right. And, and by the way, it's our tax dollars. that they're That's right. That's it's, right. our, it's our money that they're gives you the debt. It's not free. Right. That's right. And you were just talking about the government being being cut down to the constitutional limitations that were written in originally. And that had something called enumerated powers, which means there was just a short list of and nothing else could be done by the federal government. Right. That's it. Right. That's it. So the, the government would get a lot smaller if you did that. Oh yeah, they, well, we are, I'm sure a lot of us will agree that the government is way too big, um, and I'm definitely for smaller government. It's a bunch of agencies and bureaucracies that need to be abolished and shut down. And right. then they say, "Well, 
all these people would lose jobs. Okay, well, sorry, but, you know, a lot of these um, agencies just... You know, people have been taught that the government's supposed to create jobs. Right. I think that's a big misunderstanding, right? Yeah, it's total. It's total uh, misunderstanding. And I think most of the workers in the nation have government jobs. And I think it was done by design to keep them um, employed and, and, and to keep it you know, to keep it that way. So people would be upset if they lost those jobs. That's but right. those jobs can go back into the states or can sink back into the states because the states are supposed to have the most powers over the, over the federal government. Like you said, they had limited powers and limited things that they could do as the federal government could do under the Constitution. And we really need to go back to that and give the powers back to the states where it belongs. Right. See, one of the big problems right now is that if the federal government wants to do something that the Constitution prohibits, they get corporations to do it for them. One of them, an example, is taking away First Amendment freedom of speech. The government doesn't make a law against freedom of speech. They just help places like Facebook and YouTube and everybody to do it for them. So those companies are not directly uh, constrained by the Constitution, which is just written to, to say what the government can't do. So this is a really big issue. The corporations are being used to do terrible things to the people. So is there anything that, that Congress can do to help that if once you get in? Well, that that was one of the things that President Trump was trying to do with that Section 230. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely take that out. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely sponsor a bill. And let's make it clear that any entity or any company that infringes on anyone's constitutional rights can be shut down or, or, or be abolished or can be sued or can be, you know, um, you know, pretty much, I guess, sued, sued by the people if it happened to them because, like for me, Twitter is really meddling in my elections right now. They're they are meddling in federal elections. They meddle in, in the election of the United States president. You know, and yeah. so and you know, if a if an entity and a company can do that, then then they really control what goes on in in this country. And they are not elected officials, and these corporations should not be able to do that. So I would definitely sponsor a bill. It, it's in there, and it's. And legalese with the Section 230, what they can and what they can't do. Let's just make it simple. If you are impeding on the rights of the pre- of the people of the United States on their constitutional rights, then that person has a grievance upon you, and you um, owe them a tort, or they can be, or you can be sued by them, um, especially First Amendment rights. I I was trying to think of whether there's anything that the government is not allowed to do that would be okay for a corporation to do. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. They, they, you know, all corporations, especially if they're getting tax breaks, but all corporations, any entity, like I said, has to be constrained by the Constitution. That's, I mean, those are the laws. If you are impeding on anyone's life, liberty, or the pursuit of happiness, you are impeding on their rights. And that is against the law. And you should be, um, uh, like I said, you can be sued or, or held accountable. You have to be held accountable to, to those people or to that person. If yeah. You're, and that's any corporation. I think it has to because, you know, fascism is defined as corporations merging with government and that, you know, combine being used against the people. And that's what America's doing right now. Absolutely. That's where we are right now. We're definitely going down this slippery slope into communism as well. Right. Um, using, using the fascist model. 
know, people call me, you know, say I'm fascist. I'm like, well, you don't understand what fascism is, obviously. But um, what's being done to me is fascist. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm, being, I'm being banned. You know, I'm being silenced by corporations and the government is allowing it to happen. So that in itself right. is being fascist and fascism. I think so, whether you call it fascism or communism or socialism, they're just different names for basically unethical tyranny. Yeah, absolutely. They're our first cousins of, of tyranny, first cousins of tyranny. Yeah. You, they're just uh, one step down you know, from each other and one step up from each other, if you, if you will. Very close. Yeah. I mean, people don't remember that Hitler was a, fa- was a socialist. Absolutely. That's what Nazi that's right. means, national socialist. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and people don't read, you know, and then, you know, like I said, people don't understand and learn from history. They're condemned to repeat it. And so many people right. are dumbed down. And that's why they made this education system the way it is. And they continue to dumb down, you know, kids. And they, they don't even teach civics anymore. They don't teach them yeah. how to write cursive or to read cursive. Because guess what? I uh, The Constitution... In the Declaration of Pendants is in cursive. I do believe. Last time I read it, and uh, and and so if if you can't read a document, then you can never understand the document. That's right. And so they uh, dumb down the kids. They take away all of the um, elements of learning our founding documents, and so and so they'll never know, and they only know what they're being taught in school. Most of these agencies, like the Department of Education. They're not actually authorized for the government to have anything to do with, right? Uh, right, and that's one of will be one of the bills that I sponsor. I have a list of bills ready to be that I'm going to sponsor, and abolishing the Federal Department of Education is one of them. Yeah, I think that's incredible, and I know people are dumbed down, like you say, to the point where they think, "Oh no, you do abolish the Department of Education, nobody will get an education." But when the country started. The, the group of parents got together and they found who, who is a person that we trust to be the schoolmaster. Right. And then they would have that person teach the kids under their supervision. And all the different ages of kids would learn together and help each other. And they were dealing with textbooks that modern kids probably couldn't even understand at this point. And that could come back because, I mean, it seems to me that sending your kids to school is one of the most dangerous things you could do right now yeah, in America. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It, it is really dangerous, especially with, you know, the um, the sexualization you know, of the children yeah. in schools, um, you know, the CRT, even though they say, oh, CRT, yeah. well, yes, it is, because we're fighting that now in Virginia Beach Public Schools, and we've got another school board meeting for that tomorrow that I'll be speaking at virtually, of course, because I won't go inside of the school board because I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to be forced to be, be restrained by a muzzle on my face and then be threatened with jail. If I, you know, if I exercise my free human right, you know, so, um, but yeah, I'll be there and I'll be speaking, you know, but um, yes, uh, the kids nowadays couldn't even, understand like say the history books or, or the civics books or the learning that these kids did because i saw i went back if you can google the, a history test even from let's say 1914 or 1920 exactly. most people couldn't even pass that history test because no. they don't even know know about it they don't even know you know because we're not taught that they don't learn that information anymore and that's 
strategic and, and, and very important to the history of this country and, you know, and, and keeping this country uh, uh, a republic, you know, like, you know, as Ben Franklin just said, you know, lady asked, what have you given us a republic if you can keep it? Yeah. You know, so, um, I mean, that's where we need to be because we, we are a constitutional republic, but we're definitely slipping into uh, communism because people are dumb and they don't understand and they can't see, you know, what's happening right before their faces because they're too right. asleep. So a constitutional republic is great if the people are conscious. But if they're all dumbed down, the system like that won't save them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And to have and, and to keep and have a republic, you have to have a a uh, moral moral people, right? You no know, morality. You know, you have to have it, and that's part of um, have, having and keeping a republic is is having morality um, in uh, the people. You know that in the founders. Uh, I'm trying to talk fast because we're almost out of time. But one of the uh, founders, I don't remember his name, and I should, it was a doctor, and he thought there should be another amendment, and the amendment was for health freedom, so that whatever you decide to to do for your own health, physically and mentally and every other way, that's up to you. It's not some dictator to tell you what to do, uh, particularly to inject you with poison uh, in the guise of preventing disease, which I, I looked, I mean, this is a long discussion, obviously, and I hope we can have it at some point. Well, just continue. Let's just go for it. Go ahead. This is important. Go ahead. Okay. But remember, I want to save 10 minutes for the other right. thing you have to do. Right. So you cut, me, you cut me off if I talk too much. But, <laughs> um, but that, I, Benjamin something maybe, uh, God, I wish I remembered the guy's name, but, but he, his idea was if you don't put an amendment in there, then the rulers are among all the other atrocities they're going to do. They're going to tell you what to do for your health. And it's not the issue of whether it's good or not. That's the only thing. Cause what if it might be good or it might be bad. The point is this country was unique and valuable because it was based on individual freedom. So. Yes. The idea was you live however you want as long as you respect everybody else's right to do the same thing. And so, like you said, it has to be a conscious and moral society. So you're not just trying to be moral to follow the letter of the law. You care about the other people. So you're doing it not because you have to, but because you know we're all connected. And right now what's going on is, you know, Again, this is a long discussion, but if you really do the investigation of it, and we're not allowed to talk about this stuff anymore, which we're going to do anyway, and the history of injecting people with chemicals that are supposedly to prevent disease, I've gone through that in great detail back to 1796, where it started with this guy Jenner in the UK, and it's all a fraud, and you're not allowed to say that. And I don't know what platforms will be left on, but there will be some. And <laughs> and the problem was that um, there were people getting maimed and killed by this practice from the beginning. And then the people who wanted to continue it for money and control, they point to things like polio and smallpox 
neither of which was eradicated by the injection. That's a complete lie. And now that all the data is together to prove that, you're not supposed to look at that. Some people wrote books about it. Tim, Dr. Tim O'Shea, Dr. Suzanne Humphreys, and a bunch of other people. It's a complete fraudulent practice. And polio and smallpox were eliminated by sanitation, nutrition, and hygiene before the shots started. Right. And now, I mean, so many people have been killed by these things and their their health ruined. There's even a study comparing people who have never had injections versus everybody else. They're way healthier, just like the homeschooled kids are smarter, you know, or more awake. But the point is that it's supposed to be a free country. So there can't be, and I want to get your opinion on this, see if you think I'm crazy or agree. And the idea that I'm pointing out is that even if it's a real emergency, if the country is based on natural rights from God, it doesn't matter. You can't take the rights away no matter what. If if that was understood and agreed to, there'd be no pandemic like there is now. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. You know, and the thing is, is that people are governed by fear. If people were not fearful, you know, if they still had their belief in God and belief in that um, God is the ultimate ruler and he reigns supreme and, and, and God um, you know, ha- has you, you know, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're, you know, believe in God and, and that you're saved by Jesus Christ, none of this would affect you. You know, I'm not scared of COVID or whatever. I know right. we can't say that, but, you know, I don't want to get you shut down off of a platform. I've been shut down off platforms and suspended for, you know, for telling the truth about it. Right. But you're absolutely right. Um, no one should be able to dictate to you you know, if if they can inject poison in, into you or not. And, and and you mentioned the studies with people. If you look at the, the Amish people or the Quakers that they call them, right? right? They don't believe in vaccinations. They don't believe really in hospitals. And you find with them, they have the lowest rate of autism. Yeah. Uh, you know, many people, you know, that, that get vaccines. And, you know, this, the vaccines are, are harmful and they harm children and, this vaccine that they supposedly call a vaccine, which is not a vaccine because it does not immunize you from anything. Right. I mean, it doesn't give you immunity from anything. And, and they came out and admitted that because Joe Biden said, oh, well, if you get the vaccine, you won't catch COVID. Well, of course, that was a lie. And it's going right. it to be a lie. And Anthony Fauci continues to lie. And, and, and they just move the goalposts as, as needed. And, um, and so, this this jab is what I call it. That sort of keeps us from getting suspended and locked down. But but this jab has killed more people than any other vaccine program in the history right. of the world. The numbers yes, are really and the numbers yeah. are there. The numbers are staggering. Yeah, the numbers are staggering because about one percent of those deaths get reported to the database, which is called VARES. One percent. Right. A Harvard study figured that. Yes, and. Even if it was higher than that, if you take 1% as the number they get reported, because they make it really hard to report, it's very cumbersome paperwork and everything. And VAERS is a CDC, which, you know, supervises VAERS. They say that there's something like 17,000 people killed by the vaccine so far. This one vaccine in America at, to, to date since 2020 or whenever they started the official pandemic. And if 1% of the reports are getting in, 
that's a lot of people. That's 1.7 million. And that's nowhere near the number of injuries. And you're not supposed to talk about that. So one thing, just like I think this is a mistake that Trump fell into, respecting people because of their degrees and their credentials. And so they use people with amazing credentials to tell lies. And people with common sense beats credentials any day. Oh yeah, any any day, and and you know we've and they've had people to combat those with the PhDs with PhDs themselves, and so yeah. for those people that was contrary, you know, um, to what they wanted to push, they, you know, because it was all about it has always been about money, and it's still about money, and these pharmaceutical companies that run America. So anyone that had a um, story or or anything um contrary to what they were trying to push to their agenda got shut down you know all right. we all we all got silenced we i mean and so that should be a red flag to any person with any common sense with any sense of their own that you know what if they're shutting down these people what's the big story so what are you trying to hide right. at this point because we should be able, we're humans, we have our own brain, we should be able to listen to both sides and make our own determination and our own choices as to whether we want to get it or we don't want to get it. You know, I'm not anti, anti anti-vax or whatever, because I will never get it and I'm never going to get it, you know, Um, but if if a person wants to get that, then okay, then that's up to you if you want to risk your life and a life. Yeah, but but I think even with that, even the people that want to get it, should be told honestly what it may right. do for them. Exactly. That's called informed exactly. consent, right? That's right. And You're that's not the breaking the Nuremberg Code. No, and no, so, no, it's a lot of Nuremberg Codes being broken here because no one honestly, honestly, in that that has gotten this vaccine, this jab, whatever you want to call it, has been given complied, implied consent. Because... I'm sure that anyone that's giving them this jab is not telling them the risks before they give it to them. And that's the most of the doctors don't even know the risks. They don't even know. They don't do any. They just repeat what the drug dealers tell them. Right. And, 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 And here's one thing I got. I got silenced for as well. By a fact, you know, you know, the mysterious fact checkers and stuff. Right. Right. Have you seen literally have you seen a commercial Promoting the vaccine. Yeah. There was one even on Sesame Street that was promoting it recently. I mean, well, well, on a commercial like, like, you know, how you how they come with, let's, uh, let's say, like Vioxx or something. And, oh. and they tell you about Vioxx. And then, and you know how they tell you about all the risks. You know, they, you know, oh, they say no. it real fast. You know, all the risks. This can, this I know. Can, I've seen that. You know, a heart disease. This is called liver disease. This no, I haven't seen pain. that done. I haven't seen that done with the current one. No, and, and and you won't see it because it's not legal. It, because it's and, and they won't do it because it's it's experimental. They don't have to do that with experimental drugs. Right. That's why the Cormenati is not being manufactured now and it's not available. Because if they ever manufactured that and they was pushing that to the public via commercial, it's the law that they have to tell you the risk in the yeah. commercial. So that's, that's right. why you won't you won't see a vaccine commercial. You'll see it on Sesame Street, you know, things like that, but that's not a commercial. That's a show. You're right. You're right. right. Yeah. So, so any commercial, you won't see a vaccine 
or, or commercial promoting or pushing you to get this vaccine because legally, if they do that, they have to tell you the risk. Right. And they're trying to make believe it's approved and it is not approved. But okay. even if it was approved, it would still be just as deadly. Oh, absolutely. It doesn't become absolutely. nice by approving it. No, 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 absolutely. And, you know, and that's where they continue to deceive the people. You yeah. know, they, they said this has been approved, but the one that's been approved is not being manufactured. And so, this is part of a bigger problem because we've since 1910, roughly, in America, we've had a medical system that was all based on toxic chemicals called medicines. And then when those toxic chemicals hurt you, they can just start taking out your organs and, you know, doing the next step. But there, that's not the only kind of medicine. There's actually real medicine that's based on nature, and it's very powerful, and it has no bad effects at all. And you're not really allowed to be talking about that. No, they make that illegal. They shut yeah. down, you know, what you, you know, those naturopathic doctors. They shut them down. Yeah. They killed them. You know, they silence them That's so right. they can to push their poisons on people because, you know, you have to understand, and it all goes back to, to, to believing in God. God created the earth, and he created things that uh, men were supposed to and, and can live off of and to heal That's themselves. Right. Yeah, We are able to heal ourselves naturally, but that science, it continues to be um, not allowed to be spoken about. It's that science violently suppressed. silenced. And suppressed um, because there's no money in that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. The, this scheme starting around 1910, there was something called the Flexner Report by the Rockefeller and Carnegie Foundations, who thought, "Wow, we could monopolize the health field by just making the whole thing based on toxic chemicals that make people sicker, and then they have to come to us again for more chemicals to undo the results of the first chemicals, and it's just going to go on forever until they die." And they had a project to shut down any competing health system. Just the allopathic was left. Right, exactly. You know, and, and that's why there, you know, there's no practice for cures, only treatments. And that's why they call them treatments. That's right. And you're not even supposed to say cure. Right. I guess that's a conspiracy theory now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, it is. But um, but there is a cure for every disease that the man made man made or um, natural disease that men get. Yeah. There is a even the regular food is magical, and and I know farmers have gotten in trouble when they say, "Oh, cherries are really good for you." And FDA says, "Oh, now cherries are an unapproved drug. You can't say that. Right? right. Only drugs can help you. Yeah, only drugs can help you, and you can't speak about it because oh, you're not a licensed physician, so exactly. you can't say that because you don't have a medical license, and that's against the law. If you tell somebody that if you eat ten cherries a day, it can help them." That's right. Say that. <laughs> That's right. You're probably a Russian agent if you say that. And it, it, the the license scam is a huge part of the the you know deception because people are taught that oh if you get a license you've got all these new rights. It's just the opposite. If you get a license, you can be completely controlled, right? Because it's got all kinds of conditions on it. That's right. That's but right. in a in a free country. And I want to see what you think about this. Even if this was a real pandemic and the damage being done now was not all from the shots and the bioweapon, which is what's happening, Mm -hmm. but the beginning of a much bigger wave if we don't turn it around. Even if there was a real pandemic and this was a natural biological 
uh, antigen that was making people sick and there were piles of bodies everywhere, which is what, remember, Biden at one point said, yeah, there were 200 million Americans died from it so far. And even if that were true, and it was a choice between, okay, how do we deal with that? Government tyranny, where the health officials come out and say, okay, everybody hide in your bathroom and you can come out once a week if we tell you. You do that or... You say, well, the government can give you recommendations, but it can't force you because that would take away your natural rights. Mm-hmm. Right? So it would be a different situation. Right. Totally different situation. And that's, you know, what it should be. I mean, if we look at what's happening in Australia right now, I can't believe that. Um, I was just thinking of that. Yeah. But if we, if people, that is as draconian, as uh, tyrannical that you can get. They have systems in place to where people have to wear what ankle bracelets or something on their phone. And if uh-huh. they leave away from their house too far, they can be arrested. Or for too long, they can be arrested. And everybody had to take the shot. And they were taking people's right. children and giving them the shot. Yeah. And then a lot of them children died. And you know, of course, not going to hear about that. But and they're, and they're building concentration camps to put people right. for any reason to keep them safe. Right, right. It's for their safety that they're building these concentration camps for people that may not want the jab or whatever. And, you know, and and even the studies in Israel and these places that have gotten the, the, you know, the shot, they've done studies, the shot isn't helping. Matter of fact, uh, the shot has a more of a viral load. I believe the study in Israel said 251 times viral load than someone um, that caught COVID naturally and the boosters are not working. And, and, oh, by the way, you're going to need three boosters now and you might need four because, you know, the, what we're giving you is, isn't working. And guess what? You're not dying fast enough. You're supposed to die quicker. Yeah. So, you know, my concern yeah. about that is that they are working. They, yeah, yeah. They're, they're just not, they're, <laughs> they're designed not for health. It's something else. Right. Oh, oh well, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Maybe they are working, working the way that that they supposed to depend on what they want to use them for. Right. Because the people in charge are not that dumb. They can't they can't just not notice that the the shots are killing everybody. I mean, well, I I looked at a study and let me see what country was that. Well, if you just look at England, uh, you know, most of the people that's in the hospitals, there are are vaccinated people, you know, in the UK. But you're not supposed to say that. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> right, because Biden said it's a pandemic right. of the unvaccinated and he even whispered, making it more important. I know. Yeah, you know, like it seems to be most important. But, you know, I said in the beginning that, the, you know, that the vaccine was causing this Delta variant, you know, because if you look at the numbers, more people have died from uh, in 2021 than they did in 2020 mm-hmm. after the after the um, miracle vaccine, the cure uh, took place, you know. And right. We have, yes, now we have, yeah. So they have to blame it on a variant. Have to blame it and, on, yeah. And people don't understand, even some of these really smart doctors that have said, no, the shot is a bioweapon, don't, do, don't ever do it. But even some of them don't understand the numbers of cases of COVID are all fake. <laughs> because they're based on the PCR test. And the inventor of the PCR test said, excuse me, this is not a test. You can't diagnose anything with this. It's not like it's off a little bit. It's not a test for any disease. And that's what they're using to generate the numbers. 
Right. Yeah. And you can't generate numbers off, off false tests. And, and they find that, uh, that, that they have false positives, false negatives. It's just a bunch of garbage, you know, and like I say, it's totally about control, totally about the next agenda, you know, and, and you know, it's all about population control. Um, to me, and here's the thing is that they understand that when they put this, when, when a person puts this into their body, and another person puts uh, it into their body, it creates a total different variant. I was listening to a doctor. He said there's millions of variants because everyone's DNA is different. And so when they are putting this mRNA into your body to uh, rewrite your DNA, it yeah. spit out a different variant than it would for me because my DNA is different. And just the idea that somebody should be able to permanently alter your DNA, there's a lot wrong with that. It was absolutely wrong. That they're playing God, definitely at this point, or Satan, which I say I call it Satan. They're playing Satan, but yeah, they're, 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 I mean, it's all about. I mean, I mean, you have to really, you know, open your eyes and open your mind. It's not a conspiracy theory, of course. They like to say that we're we're all conspiracy theorists, but but right. we're just but we're just critical thinkers, you know. And you, and you really have to look at it. What what's the end? Why? You know why do we need why do we need something that's ninety nine point nine seven percent survival rate if you got it naturally? Right. Why do we need anything to prevent that? Because only point zero point three of the people were, you know were getting it, you know, yeah, or, or not surviving per se from it. And that was people that would probably have died if they caught the regular flu anyway. Right. Um, yeah, here, yeah. I want to I, I play you something. Can I play you something? Sure, 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 sure. Something I want everybody to hear this. Of course. This is a recording because I, I had to call a health insurance company today for, um, um, for you know, to, uh, to get some information. And this is their recording. I want everyone to listen to this really, really closely. And this is their recording. This is not me. This is not altered or anything, but listen very, very closely to this. And I want to make sure the sound comes through. This, yeah, is yeah, an, yeah, yeah. this is an audio recording, right? Yeah, it's an audio recording. Okay, so it's got to be close to the microphone, wherever that yep, is. Yep, it's going to be right there, promise okay. you. All right. Okay, here we go. Let's see it. Let's play. Did you know you have a greater risk of getting the flu than getting coronavirus disease 2019, also known as COVID-19? The same measures you take to avoid colds and flu are effective with COVID-19, too. Avoid contact with people who are coughing, sneezing, or have other symptoms. Wash your hands with soap and water for 20 seconds frequently. Use hand sanitizer when washing your hands is not an option. Try not to touch your nose, eyes, or mouth. If you do have flu-like symptoms, such as fever and cough, call your health care provider. In the event more urgent care is needed, call our COVID patient support line at 800-372-6294 and let them know you suspect you have COVID-19. You'll receive instruction on where to go upon arrival. Okay, so that was the end of the recording. Interesting. And this was while you were waiting to talk to someone? Yes. Yes, I was on hold. Yeah. I was waiting to talk to someone, and that kept looping and looping. I'm like, did I hear that right? You know, did I hear that right? Not not one time. You know what they say? Uh, uh, you have a better chance of catching the flu yeah, yeah, than COVID nineteen. The flu's back. Guess what? The flu is back. <laughs> you know, and not only that, and not only that. I thought the best way 
to prevent yourself from catching COVID was the vaccine. That was the original story. Yeah, that was the original story. But That's now they're story. they're trying to they're testing to see how educated we are on how dumbed down, and they're saying right. yes, yeah. it's complete protection except from an unvaxxed person. And if you get close to somebody who's an anti-vaxxer, then they're probably going to make you sick, even though the vaccine is perfect protection. And so what we have to do is round up all the people who don't have it, either force them to have it or make them live in a camp. Right, right. And here it is. In, the, in, in all the history of the world, I've never known a healthy person to make a person sick. Yeah, exactly. But see, this time they say, you don't know that you're healthy. You're actually a carrier of COVID-19. Right. <laughs> and if you have any disease, it's probably COVID-19. And if you doubt that, we'll just do this fake test to prove it. And right. people are actually believing that stuff. They, they are actually believing that because they're so dumbed down. They're, they're programmed. They're pro- people have to deprogram. They have to get unplugged from the matrix. You know, I said that, you know, before your first show, but People are really plugged in, and, and, and they are, you know, fearful, right? and they're being controlled by fear, and they want right. you and I to be controlled by their fear. Absolutely. You know, they want and they us to be make them safe. by their fear. Right. That's right. Okay, and you know that going into Congress, the mentality of the people you'll be working with there, I mean, even just the Congress people, not the lobbyists and everybody else that's involved, a lot of them are are like in a trance is what it looks like anyway, mm-hmm. that they'll just do whatever they're told by the people who are threatening them, who are saying very politely, it'd be really too bad if anything happens to your family. And besides, we're giving you so much campaign contributions. You don't want to lose that, do you? How do you work in a group like that and get something good done? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you once I get there. <laughs> yeah, okay. I would because like to have you do that, actually. Oh, definitely, definitely. It, and it's probably impossible. You can't You work with a, a group like that. And that's why I hope, uh, you know, if it, you know, I know a bunch of candidates that, that's running supposedly on America First. I'm not know, I don't know, you know, their exact thoughts on everything, but they seem to think the same way I do on a lot of items. Okay. And hopefully they'll win and we can get them, maybe change some things. Right. Uh, but I'll definitely... Uh, you know, uh, once I get to Congress, we can definitely have the conversation on, you know, because I'm transparent and I'm going to be transparent. Yeah. Tell on us what's happening. really happening. And if somebody right. comes up to you and says, Jerome, we're so glad you're here. Here's your first million dollar contribution. And here's a list of the things that you're going to vote for. And right. these are the names of the bills. Watch for that. And if you don't, some really unpleasant things will happen. What's your response when that happens because it's if you're really a good person that's probably what's coming oh yeah absolutely you know the bribe is going to come but hey i i would get my strength from god i can't be bought i'm not going to sell my soul you know for a little money i will walk away first i will walk away before i sow my soul and, and give my soul to satan and, what and, about and, what about the idea of publicizing what happens? Like I was thinking, you oh, know, I, I probably, would definitely make it public. I would definitely make it public yeah. without Say, a guess, doubt. Guess what? Right My first week in first week in Congress, I got death threats from this list of people. You know, oh, and just oh, let everybody know. Oh well, well that would definitely happen because I believe you know the the, the best safety is definitely out in the open. Yeah. You know. Uh, oh, oh yeah. If you if you, and, and, and and if you do that to me. Really, and, and, I, and I'll be deadly honest right now, if a person came up to me and 
did that and then said something about my family was in danger, I'd probably kick their ass right then and there. But it, but you could still yeah, make it public, right? Oh, it'll be public because it'll be they'll be like, wow, why did Congressman Bell jump on this guy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on this perfectly nice person with yeah. his tie and a suit yeah. and everything, yeah, and he looked very polite. Because of the message, oh yeah, it'll be known. You know, it'll be known right there, very, very public, and why. (laughs) Right. I think something like that really needs to start happening so that, I mean, because this is going on with, I think, I don't can't prove it, but I think the majority of the people in Congress are dealing with with people telling them how to vote on everything. That's why they don't care if they read it or not, as long as they're doing what they're told. They're doing what they're told, because most of them are compromised anyway. You know, they have them on film. They have photos. Exactly. They have, you know, different stuff of them doing things that they shouldn't have yeah. done. You know, you and, post and, for this picture and we'll get you elected. Exactly. And so they're being controlled. I mean, same thing with Joe Biden. You know, Joe Biden is he's just he's just there. You know, he's right. uh, he's not running the country. Someone else is running no. the country. And uh, he's just he's just a puppet. You know, he's just a, he's just the face of it all. And but, you know, it's ridiculous. I think he's there partly to make America look incoherent and weak. Well, he's there to sell America and give America away and and to um, let let America become a communist country. He's he, you know, Barack Obama started it. And then, you know, Trump derailed it for, you know, four years. and, And now Biden is full steam ahead. Borders open. Wide open, shutting uh, down the energy sector completely. Shutting down the energy. We were energy independent just yeah. ten months ago, and now we're begging OPEC for oil. And he actually said he's thinking about shutting down another pipeline, the pipeline in Michigan, to to, to to destroy the Midwest. Um, I have a couple of trucker friends, and they say if you you better fill up in Texas. If you get west of Texas. There's no gas. There's there's uh, they're they're starting to ration diesel fuel because there's a diesel shortage out west. They're they're, so, they're preparing shortages of everything. I mean, you know about the container ships offshore that are not allowed to dock in California. So 150 uh, over 150 ships out there right now. I believe it is probably more than that. But I also heard that uh, one of those ships got uh, raided and, and and got inspected, and they found 200 kids. Um, being smuggled on, on that ship in one of the, in the, some of the containers. In one of the containers, it was over two hundred some dead kids on there. But uh, yeah, these kids over two hundred kids, and they're being smuggled. You know, so one of the things you could do once you get elected, even if you don't get all the zombies to agree with you and vote with you, you could put it into the public record. You know that all this stuff is being done to destroy the country. Oh, absolutely. Well, like I said, I'm going to be transparent. So, yeah. and so, like I said, they're going to do everything they can to to um, not allow me in. Right. You know, and General Flynn, when he endorsed me at my at my events back in August, you know, he he pretty much stated those words. He said they're not going to let him win. He told everybody in the in the, that was there in the audience they're not going to let him win. You guys have to get out and vote for him. You guys have to get out and make sure. He wins. Make sure he gets in because they and yeah. they mean the Republican Party. They, you know, basically they right. Mean, they meaning the establishment on both sides. They because they're they're the same people. You know, it's the it's the false left right paradigm that they try to give people that they have choice. Yeah, I mean, they don't have choice with people like me. They don't have choice with people like my opponent. No names mentioned on this show, but um, I mean, you know, but it's definitely going to be ultimate to the people because I know. 
um, they're not going to let me win. I'm already, you know, I'm, I have a primary. So, which means I still have to make it through my primary, but the, my Democrat challenger camp is already sending out hit mail to their constituents on me. And that's never been done ever that I can remember where an incumbent is sending out uh, hit mail on the uh, a primary candidate. So, what are they? What are they saying is really bad about you? Uh, well, I have made a statement, um, and this is one reason why Twitter. Well, this is why the Newsweek you know, uh, told Twitter you know, I should be suspended, and this is one reason why Twitter suspended me because during the Maricopa County, they came out with results um, basically for the fraud. You know, in Maricopa County, but anybody with eyes know that there was fraud in the 2020 election. Yeah. And so, I mean, and I stand firm on, on my beliefs, you know, because I served this country for 27 years, you know, right. and, and I have an oath, and, you know, against, um, I swore to uphold it and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And so when they came out with the fraud results, which I already knew, I was just waiting, I made a statement that anyone um, that committed fraud and anyone that had any dealings with fraud of our elections mm-hmm. should be should be arrested, they should be tried, they should be convicted, and they should be executed for treason. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And, and so they didn't like that. And oh. so, and so, and so, the, my opponent used that tweet and put it in an email, and and basically said, uh, "Call me a, a uh, unhinged Trump supporter," and said, "Can you help me? Can you can you give me money and, and help me raise money to defeat this guy and not let him get into Congress to you know so yeah it was it was crazy wow wow so, yeah. yeah so it was that I mean you know so they suspended me that's that was the the last thing I posted that you know Twitter suspended me for <laughs> yeah, the other thing you said that people may not understand why it's really essential and everybody needs to. On, see what's in it is you said you don't believe in foreign aid and people have been dumbed down to think that foreign aid is because america is generous they don't understand the difference between private voluntary charity where you find some foreign country and you get a group together and you want to send them all your money that's great you can do that but for the government to do that and use the money of the people to give to some foreign dictator or, or corporation or even the population of another country, they don't have any right to do that no matter what country it is, right? No, absolutely. Our money should not be given should not be given away for those purposes. You know, ten million dollars to Pakistan to study gender? Yes. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Really? Of our money, of our taxpayer money, that's what you're doing with our money. And it's just money laundering. That's all foreign aid is is, is a fancy name for money laundering. Using our taxpayer dollars to money launder um, back through you know, the political factions, uh, both on both sides, really. Exactly, because there could be a private group that believes Pakistan should be paid to study gender, which is great for if they, that's what they want to do. And they get together a group and collect money from people that want to do that and send it to them. That's fine. Right. But to force it is another issue. Absolutely. So... Um, yes. now, Those are things I'm fighting. I'll be fighting. <laughs> you got a lot of work to do. So um, it's really important in my mind that you get maximum support from everywhere, not just Virginia, but other states and other countries, because what you're representing is freedom, common sense, and morality 
not morality by memorizing a list of rules, but just na- what should be natural, automatic respect of each other. Mm-hmm. Everybody realizing we're all connected. So helping each other is not hurting yourself. It it goes together. If you whatever you truly give to somebody else voluntarily, it helps you because we're so right. connected. Yeah. And that's that, right. that same that's right. principle, the natural rights of everybody, which should include self-defense and freedom of speech and the right to your own decisions for health care and everything else, those rights belong to everybody in the world. Right. And you're upholding that. So I try my best to. <laughs> somebody in a foreign country, what are the rules about foreigners being able to contribute to a campaign? How does that work? You know, anyone, as far as a federal campaign, um, you know, as long as it's not a foreign entity, a foreign um, company, uh, through, um, but uh, individuals can give in a federal campaign up to $5,800. Even if they don't live in the U.S.? Um, I have not seen any rules off of any individual, individual. Because That's what uh, I mean, yeah. individuals give money in, all the time. Individuals give money, you know, foreign foreign countries and foreign people give money all the time uh, to to individuals. But you know, uh, as long as they don't over um, go outside the guidelines, um, I mean, you know, and, and and you know, people do it. You know, I you know I try not to. I guess because I, I just don't know who the people are, right? And so anybody um, can send me money, right? But then, you know, uh, and I may not know them, and I take the donation, be like, oh, great, thank you very much. And then end up coming to find out, hey, they're uh, you know, causing genocide and so-and-so, and they donated to his campaign, and, you know, so it just becomes... But in, you know, in common sense, that doesn't matter, because right. as long as they're not making you do something bad... And right. just giving you money with that, right. with no strings attached. Yeah, and, and all, and all it does is help that, you. Right, exactly. And all the money that I take, there there aren't any strings attached because I can't be bought. So exactly, um, you know. So yeah, if you send me send money and donate to my campaign, just know that you know you go to my page, you see my values up there, you see my issues, those other things. You're like not that. buying influence. Right, I'm not buying influence, not at all. I mean, if, if somebody gives you a bunch of money, they don't get the privilege of telling you what to do. Right, absolutely not, absolutely not. And there's a limit, like I say, to it from individuals, um, you know, and that's $5,800 for the okay. um, double max for both elections, for the primary and the general election, the total is $5,800. Okay, okay. So that keeps it completely up above board and legal. Yes. And then besides money... How can people all over the country help you? Uh, all over the country, hey, just get my message out. If you see this video, share it, um, you, you know, with people. Uh, you know, if you're not local in Virginia uh, to, to, let's say, volunteer for the campaign. Right. Uh, you know, it's always the best way to donate cause, because campaigns are expensive. You yeah. know? And, 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 and here's one thing, too. When you donate to my campaign, my, the money does not go to win red. And that's huge right now because the money that goes to win red, the Republican Party uses that money to uh, help out whichever candidates they want to assist. explain what that means. You said win red. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's the um, uh, where donations go through. It's like the collecting place. 
It's like if they're if somebody's donating to the Republican Party, that's where it goes. Right. Or or any candidate that has win red um, as their um, uh, donation spot. OK. And, and you go, and you don't. Right? No, 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 no. I don't. You can go to my spot and, you, and you'll see it, it's called it's called Anadot. OK, it's called Anadot. But it goes straight to my campaign. Whereas if you go to another candidate or congressman or whatever that's um, running and you see when you hit donate and then you see it goes to win red, it, that all that money goes to the Republican Party. It doesn't go to that candidate. And then they give it some of it if they want to to the candidate if or they how? want to if they want to they give it to the candidate or they give it to whichever candidate that they want to see win and they're going to push wow that so that means all kinds of people are donating to a candidate and it may not even go to them no and it's going straight to the republican party wow mm-hmm. how interesting yeah Okay. Well, I want to. I mean, so, but, but, and, you know, like I say, donations. If you if you uh, can't volunteer, you know, yeah. we have all kinds of volunteers. We have volunteers that can make phone calls. You know, they can you know write letters. You know, different things like that. If if you don't have the have the money to donate, but any sure. amount counts. I don't ask for anything specific unless you're rich. If you're rich, I'm asking you to double max fifty eight hundred dollars. Yes, I am. Right. If you can, if you can afford a double max, thank you very much, and I will accept that wholeheartedly and your money will be spent wisely your money will be spent on, on advertising you know as far as you know like signs signs bumper stickers right uh, the big thing is buying commercial time because we need you know tv you know video uh radio spots you know so so that money is going to be used to do that your money w- will not be used um in any in any nefarious way it's right. definitely going to be used. and that's 5800 maximum that they can do right Yes, yes, 29 for okay. the primary and 29 for the general, but 58 right. yes. And you mentioned people can make phone calls, because if, I mean, if they understand what you stand for, they could be explaining that to people. Oh, do absolutely. they have to Do they have to live in Virginia to make the phone calls? No, no, no they don't. People that made phone calls for me last year, they lived all over the nation. Okay. Um, they lived in Georgia because they call and we, and we have a phone bank. Um, phone bank that we use and, and they have a phone bank number. Your number that you're calling from is not um, exposed uh, to, to who you're calling because it, it, it generates a phone bank number for you. Okay. And so call and we have scripts for you. you know, okay, saying, good. You know, just in case, yes, we have those. So, so definitely. And you have lists of people that they need to call. Absolutely. We have okay. all of that. So that's yeah, a good thing to do. It doesn't cost you anything to do it. And you can just help time. out. Just time. Just some time. Yeah. Time. Okay. Well, and the timeline right now, when is the primary? June 14th, 2022 is the primary right now. And right now is the big fundraising time. You know, the donations, um, um, you know, because a lot of, you know, um, when it gets closer, that's when a lot of the uh, TV time and a lot of commercials. And, you know, like I say, we have to buy signs. We have to buy you know, we have to do uh, meet and greets, you know, so we have have some expenditures that, that we have to go and meet, you know, where I may have to go you know, to different places, you know, to talk to constituents or you know, I may get invited to come and speak at certain places. Like I've been down to Mar-a-Lago, you know, I've been to New York, I've been down to the border, you okay. know, with um, Congressman Gosar, but they, and those things cost the campaign, you know, just oh, yeah. you know, see. You know, so, I mean, so I mean, because a lot of times I like to see things firsthand. 
you know, for myself, because in, in order to talk about it, I need to see it for myself. And I've been down to the border and, and I've seen the travesty and, 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 and the criminality that's going on down there at the border. And uh, yeah, so, you know, a lot of things cost. So, I mean, to run a campaign, a successful campaign, it, it costs a lot of money. And the only way that that, that I can keep fighting for people and, and, and go and, and hopefully uh, get to D.C. and fight for you is is through campaign donations. So, right. you know, through, uh, you know, through patriots that may be listening to this, you know, that uh, believe in my message and want me to go and fight for you. Um, because like I said, I'm not only fighting for the second district of Virginia, I'm fighting for every patriot, every person, you know, um, in in America. And like I said, worldwide, too, because what happens in America uh, affects the world. You mentioned the border, and I promise I'll shut up in a minute so we can wrap it up. But I, I want to <laughs> yeah, ask you, um, why do you think the Republicans refuse to support Trump and just build the wall when he had a majority everywhere? It's the same reason that the Democrats do it. You know, they're um, beholden to certain people as well. You know, um, it, yeah. it, you know they're compromised and. And and so they, you know, have certain stocks, you know, that they have certain yeah. things that they need to be pushed pushed through the border, and they don't want closed borders no more than than the Democrats do, you know, right. because you know some of their, like I say, some of their, a lot of their business dealings are, you know, it's coming through the border, and they have business dealings south of the border, south of the border, it just is what it is. There's a few good people in Congress. You mentioned Gosar and there are others, but almost none of them that are talking about the whole spectrum of things that you've mentioned on this discussion. So um, this is revolutionary to get a regular, honest, good person to get into that environment. And I think, you know, it needs to be supported by everybody. It's an incredible thing to do. No, thank you. I appreciate it. And, and, you know, and I hope so, you know, um, you know, cause like I say, $5, $10, $25, most of my donations, I have, you know, uh, thousands of donors right now. Most of them are $25, you know, sure. $50, but, um, because every little bit helps, you know, every little bit helps. So, so whatever you know, people can give that, that, you know, that believe in me in this message, they can just go to the website, Jerome, J-A-R-O-M-E-B-E-L-L, for congress.com and, and find the donate tab and everything about okay. me is there. You can see everything there. So, okay. Sounds good. And hopefully you'll be back and tell us how things are going. Oh, definitely. I, I'd love to come back whenever you're willing to have me. Okay. That'd be wonderful. Hold on. And we'll say goodbye in the break here and do the next okay. part. All right, you guys, there goes Jerome Bell. We went longer than he wanted to, but there was a lot of important stuff to talk about. And I, I just get, I get really enthusiastic when I see a good person actually willing to knowingly step into the uh, government arena, which is full of uh, people working for other motives than benevolent ones. And Jerome is aware of a lot of what's going on. I mean, we talked about such a broad spectrum of issues. And the main thing is not the detailed knowledge as much as the character. And he's got both. So any way that you can support what he's doing, send people to Jerome Bell for Congress. And I say Jerome because usually Jerome is spelled J-E-R, and his is J-A-R-O-M-E, Bell, B-E-L-L, 4-F-O-R, congress.com. 
and you can donate there a dollar or million. Well, you can't donate a million dollars. So I guess you can only donate 2,900 and twice or something like that. And it'll show on, on the website what you can do. And you don't have to live in Virginia. You don't have to live in the second district of Virginia because as Jerome pointed out, once he's in Congress, what bills he introduces and laws he helps pass or defeat will affect everybody in the country and by extension indirectly everybody in the world. And I personally, I think we want people full of, I mean, Congress full of people like Jerome Bell, not identical necessarily, but identical in the sense of morality. They can't be bought. Uh, obvious intelligence, awareness of what's going on in the world. Um, very powerful combination of traits. And so if you're listening and you've got the means to help their campaign to make phone calls or to donate money or both or whatever he needs, or just tell people about him, I think this would be good, and hopefully he'll be an example that would be followed by a lot of other good people, because there's still, there's still a lot of good people in this country and any other country in the world. It's just they might not be, you know, the majority of people might not be awake at this point, but each awake person influences everybody else, and it can be the beginning of a positive pandemic of consciousness which needs to happen very soon and be very contagious and get everybody waking up and say whoa wait a minute why am i fighting for a party label or some other label of conservative or liberal or whatever it's down to the point where the people need to wake up from the dumbed down state the zombies need to wake up as many as possible and say well, obviously, this is good or bad for humanity or for America, which is they go together. You know, America first is not the racist, uh, negative attitude that the media wants to say it is. America first is really important for people in America. And that means, look, you have a country, you're living in a country, you're in a position in a country. Your job is to make life in that country as protective of freedom, individual freedom, and the natural rights that everybody has as possible. Make it a great place. And that applies not just to America, but any country in the world equally. Because the natural rights that Jerome is talking about are not invented for Americans. They don't come from American government, from the United Nations, from the World Health Organization, you know, which is interesting that they use a nice name for an organization that's so terrible. Same with the UN and so many others, just like the bills they put into Congress, the wonderful happiness bill or what infrastructure bill or whatever they want to call it, and then it's full of horrible stuff. Uh, we need people in all positions of power, like Jerome, who will not vote for something they haven't read and understood. And a lot of basics like that. So I just, that's why I think, you know, people like him are so great in, into Congress, but we need people like that in school boards, water districts, city governments, county boards of supervisors, you know, to good people generally don't want to do it because why would you want to spend your time in an environment of corruption and deceit and, 
you know, malice to a great degree. But that's what saves the one thing that saves the country, and the other is just people waking up in general. And even if you're never known and never run for an office or never are on the school board or anything like that and just do a good job in your personal work or taking care of your family or as a student or uh, in your job as a ditch digger or a scientist or whatever you're supposed to be, um, Jerome is an example, as are other people like that. You stick to high level of morality not memorizing what you can and can't do and trying to get away with things because they're not on the official list of what's bad, but using perception in the moment and acting according to what you know is the right thing to do instead of pressure from the outside. And if we take that attitude in any aspect of life that we're in, the country and the world changes. And then you're an example that starts a wave that changes the world and you have great power because yeah, there's 8,000 people, roughly 8,000, 8 billion people, uh, more zeros than 8,000, 8 billion people roughly in the world right now. And so you might think, well, I'm only one person out of 8 billion. Um, but that's not, it's not accurate. It's misleading because one focused person that says, okay, I'm going to work on myself change anything in my life that's not up to a high degree of morality, you know, get off drugs, get off bad habits, stop uh, condemning other people and work on myself so that I'm an influence to uh, change the behavior of other people, uh, dump the affiliation with defending one party or the other. That's a big waste of time and because both parties right now and most of the others, the green ones and all, all the secondary parties are, as far as I've seen, all corrupted. And so it has to start on a non-party way. And if you're working with a party, bring in your moral character and change whatever party you're in to start being not corrupt. And there, I think there's still time. You know, separate out the details. Don't look, don't be superficial. You know, like with this environmental issue that we were talking about with Jerome, um, we have the environmental people and the anti-environmental people, and they're both superficial and they just want to fight. You know, shutting down oil pipelines is not a virtuous thing to run out and do until you have clean energy to back it up and solar and wind are in their present state completely inadequate. But zero-point energy and magnetic energy and others exist now in ready-to-go form as Dr. Stephen Greer details and others. And they've been demonstrated. We just have this little problem that people who bring them out in the open, you know, they get killed and stuff like that, just like people who talk about the truth about health and medicine. And we have to have a wave of people just doing it anyway. So each one of us is the example. And in a very real sense, once you decide to do that, you're one of the top world leaders even if you never went to school in your life and don't have any labels and you know don't know what group you belong to, it doesn't matter. The quality of person is it. And in your little affairs in life, dealing with everybody else or in your job or in your family, whatever, be who you think you know, you'd like to see all over the world. 
it's not the obligation to help others. It's because they're connected to us and you care about them automatically no matter what country they live in. That kind of ethics and natural perception and morality needs to get back into government. So anybody that shows up like Jerome or others running for office who have the same attitude or people who just in their personal life are going to live by the same principles no matter what they're called, not a written code of ethics, but the one that you know is true even if it's against what people are telling you to do. That's a sign of waking up and it's needed right now. So anyway, I appreciate your listening to the discussion with Jerome. I think was important. I hope he'll come back. I hope he'll refer any of his friends running for office who have similar character levels to come and tell everybody about what they're doing. And um, just realize taking care of yourself and valuing your time. It looks like everything's just normal and we can just kind of barely pay attention to what's going on and do what we're used to. It's not true. The countdown is going now to which way the world's going to go. And you're like this primary important character in the movie. So you're writing your own script. Be a good hero. You know, it doesn't mean anybody has to know about you, but you know about you. And uh, bring your own thoughts and words with everybody else and activities up to the standard that you think a great person in a movie would have. And you'll be in the one that's real. So I hope that makes some sense. Anyway, uh, if you want to see where we're on the air and not censored, then go to lostartsradio.com. And you have links there to the various platforms that we're still on, obviously not on some. And um, Planetary Healing Club is where we work on this more in-depth work on yourself and forbidden health information and consciousness and all kinds of interesting stuff. Uh, that's at law, at uh, planetaryhealingclub.com. If you want to have any resources and you want to help us stay on the air, that would be very nice because we're not doing commercials at the moment at all. I want to keep the energy clear and be honest no matter what happens um, as long as we can stay on the air. So you can donate to us continuing at lostartsradio.com. There's a donate button there and there's a subscribe star link and there's access to Planetary Healing Club. All of those are there. So help us spread the links. Remember, we have a Saturday show too, Lost Arts Radio Live. And that's when Planetary Healing Club meets right after that. And you're welcome and invited. And um, thanks for being there. I consider you the hope of the world. And I'm not just saying that. I really think that. I, I see you as an incredible person. So don't let anybody make you think that you're just ordinary. It's totally not true. Um, if we all be ourselves, the whole thing will be done. So thanks for being here. Uh, take care of yourself and the people around you, and we'll see you next time. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month, to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. 
We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big text platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows, except the banned ones, are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit Brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum, as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.
of space It's all over the place, got control of the human race Big brother, he's watching you With the click of the mouse, he's in your house He's in your phone, right there with you Wherever you go CCTV, satellites and drones cruising the blue They're out there and they're watching 